Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. We could take this money and, and cover approved expenses, portions of it can be forgiven, and this is big. It is stated as a loan, but the forgivable portion is why we're on the show today, frankly. If it was just a loan, it's still good, but this is what makes it great. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. Last week, the U.S. government passed an unprecedented $2 trillion stimulus bill in response to the economic impact of COVID-19. That's a lot of zeros. And with 883 pages inside of the bill, there's a lot of info to digest. I'm not sure we've ever done this, but we released this episode less than 24 hours after we recorded it because we know how important this information will be for you and your small business. Casey Graham is the co-founder and the CEO of Gravy, the leading failed payment recovery and customer retention solution for companies that have recurring revenue. But more than that, Casey is a champion for entrepreneurs. And when the stimulus package passed, he was quick to dive into what it meant for small businesses with CPAs and advisory experts so that he could break it down and translate the language for us on the podcast today. Casey will answer what a stimulus package is, what it means for small businesses, who qualifies, what you need to do to claim it, and all of the important nitty gritty details broken down into one episode, because I know you're not using your quarantine time to read all 883 pages of that bill. Straight to the facts, let's talk about the $2 trillion stimulus package and what it means for you. Let's go. Our favorite Instagram and Pinterest tool on Team Jenna Kutcher is Tailwind. You can schedule pins, curate your feed, link your Instagram posts, track insights and analytics and more with a Pinterest and Instagram partner. Get $30 off your Tailwind subscription at tailwindapp.com slash Jenna. 
Thanks to Gusto for supporting the Gold Digger podcast. Gusto offers modern, easy payroll and benefits for small businesses across the country. They were even named Best Online Payroll by PC Meg. Get three months for free when you run your first payroll at gusto.com slash gold digger. All right, Casey, we are pulling a Hail Mary. We got you on the line this morning to talk about something that is so important. So before we dive on into all the goodness, very quickly, tell me who you are, what you do, and why you have quickly become an expert in everything we're about to talk about. Yeah, uh, my name is Casey Graham. I am the uh, CEO of an organization called Gravy. We recover failed credit card payments and customers for subscription-based companies or companies with payment plans. Why I'm up to speed is really simple. I realized really fast, like there was nothing wrong with the economy that got us into this mess. This We're fighting three things at one time. I saw the virus hit. And when the virus hit, we started going like, oh, no. Then a small business crisis hit, which is what we're in now, which is the urgent. But then there's a macroeconomic crisis. And I, I have an advisory board, of some of the very smart, some of the wealthiest people that, that in the southeast, literally. And they were calling me going, here's what we're seeing. Here's what we're seeing. Let's get up to speed. And so we went into massive action fast. And I connected with uh, my friends at Warren Averett, which is uh, an accounting firm. And they had a team of 10 people that when the bill literally came through of the stimulus package, it was 833 pages long. They had 10 content editor people that were going through going, how do we make this simple? How do we make this digestible? So that every individual and every business owner would know what to do. And I was on the front end of that. We put out the very first one of the probably the very first Zoom calls. We did an open Zoom call of 500 business leaders last week. And we started going through, here's what the bill says. Here's what it doesn't say. And I'm not here. I'm not a CPA. I'm not an accountant, any of that. But we have learned the basics and the education. And the point of this today is not you should or shouldn't do anything. The point is you need to be educated because there is help available for individuals and for businesses. Amazing. I'm so grateful. I literally emailed my accountants yesterday, like, what does this mean? What do I need to do? And they responded, we're not totally sure yet. And so I was like, let's get to the bottom of this, which is exactly what we're about to do. So first things first, what is a stimulus package? Like, I feel like we should all know about this. But for so many of us who have only been in business for even the last decade, it kind of feels over my head. Well, I mean, if it's been a de- it's been a decade since something like this happened. And so a lot of us in business, this is our first round of like the government coming in and like giving money to people. And it's, it's weird, right? Yeah. It's just, it really is weird. And just for perspective, for the average listener, when you're sitting here, that there's $4 trillion is like the annual U.S. budget or whatever, is that this stimulus package is the United States government printing $2 trillion extra dollars, 50%, more than 50% of the annual budget that they're just going to be giving to individuals and businesses to basically be saying this. Here's the bottom line. Please help save America. <laughs> like That's literally what it is. And on our website, and in in, I know we'll link up to it, uh, onlinestimulus.com. It's free. There's no hoops to jump through. We're not saying give email, none of that stuff. It's like, You've got to get educated on this as an individual and as a business owner, and we're linking to the best, quickest resources to be able to do it. But it's essentially saying we've got to pump money into the economy because, 
like if you don't buy the hamburger, the person doesn't get the tip. If the person doesn't get the tip, they can't pay the rent. If they can't pay the rent, the person who owns the apartment complex can't pay the mortgage. If they can't pay the mortgage, then you see that there's a macro crisis that happens here. And so the first problem that they knew they had to solve was small businesses keeping people at work or bringing people back to work because that's what employs about 45% of the U.S. economy. Wow. That's so helpful to understand. And it's interesting that you say that because we own multiple different businesses from our rental properties to the online business to having actual products. And every single piece of our business has been deeply impacted by this. Whereas at first it's like, ah, we're good. We're an online business. (laughs) Oh, wait. Oh, wait. And we see all of those effects that every single change has caused And so that's a really simplified way to look at it. Thank you for sharing that. So my brother also owns a small business and he sent me a link about the CARE Act for small businesses. And I got super excited when I opened it because I'm like, oh my gosh, they figured this out. But as soon as I started reading it, it felt super confusing. So can you walk me through what this act is? Okay. This is unprecedented. And the reason I'm so passionate about this has nothing to do with governments and money. It has to do with small business. And I I believe small business owners, my granddad killed himself, but had suicide because he owned a small business and he had debt in the business and was overwhelmed. And so I've just, this is like, I'm so passionate about it. And so the government got this right. What this is and what we're going to talk about today is not the individual section of the bill of the stimulus. We're going to talk about for small business owners. There is something that is called the Paycheck Protection Program, PPP. And your online, if you're an online business or you're any business, you can get a loan from the SBA, the Small Business Association, for two and a half times your average monthly payroll. I'm going to stop there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that means. If your average monthly payroll, and we'll get into later the details of what's included in that, was, say, $10,000. That was your average monthly. You would take $10,000 times 2.5. That's $25,000 that you could be eligible for. And what's crazy about this is they're getting it to us like, not they say instantly, I don't believe it. And we're on the front of this, Jenna. So there's a lot of things that will change. And listen, this is government. And so you know, imagine if the government created an iPhone, it'd be like, okay, whatever. Right. So (laughs) I don't trust all of the details, but it will be fast because it's got to be fast because we've got to keep people employed. And so that's the big picture. Now, here's what makes this crazy. The loan can be forgivable and basically become a grant if you use the funds for approved expenses, which we'll get into in a little bit. This is a big deal. Essentially, what the government is saying is we're going to give you free money to get that server back to work or to get that 1099, a lot of your people listen here, 1099 contractor back to work. 1099s are included in this. Which is crazy. Unprecedented. It's unprecedented. And so before we go out and just go, oh, we're just going to get rid of them. And because right now what every single business owner does, like what can we cut? What can we move? What can we change? You know, all that kind of stuff is that, no, we're the answer now. And we actually finally have partnership where we could take this money and and cover approved expenses and it can be forgiven or portions of it can be forgiven. And this is big. And so we'll get into that a little bit later, but that's the simplified version of what this is. It is a loan. It is stated as a loan, 
But the forgivable portion is why we're on the show today, frankly. If it was just a loan, it's still good, but this is what makes it great. Yeah. Okay. So walk me through who exactly qualifies to receive benefits from it, because I know people are listening right now and they're like, this all sounds super exciting, but is this for me? So walk me through how to qualify, who can receive these benefits? Small businesses. What that means is, is anybody who employs under 500 people, 500 people. So most of the individuals and humans listening to this are way under that, right? I know we are. And so I want to speak to something that has been the probably the number one thing that people have. Well, I'll do, I'll do the litmus test in a minute. And you've been affected by COVID-19. Essentially, those are the two big things. Your small business, you're under 500 employees, and you have been affected. We'll get into what does it mean to be affected in a little bit. But I've sensed when I've talked to people, because I'm passionate about this and I'm going out to friends and they're going, yeah, but I'm not a restaurant and like, yeah, but I'm not a gym or yeah, but I'm not this or yeah, I'm not that. Well, I'm not either at Gravy. We're not either. But we're looking at our average client value because when the online business doesn't sell, there's not enough payment plans. And when the payment plans aren't there, the recovery is not there. And the trickle down effect is that we have been affected. And that what you said in your businesses, right? You tell yeah. me, I mean, just, I mean. How have you guys been affected? You don't have to get into the numbers. I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was literally talking to my mom this morning because when everything hit, there was so much gratitude in my heart. And that still 100% exists. We have an online business. We have a remote team. There was so much in our favor. But really quickly, we started to see the downturn in everything, in sales, in sponsorships, in promotions. And we also realized that not only are we being affected right now by almost a 50% decrease in what we churn out and what we do for sales weekly, but we also recognize that if our audience cannot stay in business, we can't sell our info products, our courses, our programs. And so it was all of a sudden this like wake up call where I'm like, wow, I'm still so immensely just filled with gratitude. I'm so fortunate. I'm so privileged. But we are 100% being affected by this on a huge scale. And also with growth comes a huge team to support. Like I'm supporting 10 (laughs) families. I'm supporting contractors, families. And that responsibility is really heavy. And so, I mean, across the board, every single business is likely being affected right now. It is. And so I wanted to say that because a lot of people feel guilty of even looking into this. Yeah. And so that's that I didn't see that coming because I was talking to my board and people and these are conservative, like really good, great human. And they're like, Casey, now go look, figure it out, get into it. And then as I brought it up to other people, they're like, is this ethical? I mean, should we look into a loan that becomes a grant and all this kind of stuff? And I'm not telling anybody they should get the loan or shouldn't. But here's the math, and I think this is important to understand. There's 30 million businesses, 30 million small businesses in the United States of America. Out of that number, 24 million are what's called a non-employer business. A non-employer business would be like a real estate agent or an independent contractor. Does that make sense? Yep. And so that means that there's another 6 million businesses that employ two or more people. When the secretary who put this bill together did the math on this, they knew this. And what people, because the numbers are so big, people, 
They just think these are like random numbers. They're not. They went through and they looked and said, even if the $350 billion was evenly distributed to the 6 million businesses that employed more than two people, that would be $58,000 per business. Now, that's not how it's going to work out, but there is plenty to go around. There's enough. And let me just do this one time calculation so people understand. Like, we went and looked. Do you know in seconds the time equivalent of what $350 billion is? No. It's over 10,000 years. Oh. <laughs> so written human history is only 6,000 years. So the point is, guys, don't feel bad about educating yourself, looking into this. And if you are eligible, if you have been impacted, we need you. And if listen, if you're in an online business, listen, we're built for this. We yeah. have low cost of goods sold compared to most every other business on earth. Like we get the opportunity to be the lighthouse. We get the opportunity to be built for this. We get the opportunity to be the sector that, frankly, when I go to like baseball field and my, with my son or, or, or soccer practice or whatever, and people ask, well, what do you do? It's hard to explain what I do for a living because I'm in this yeah. weird kind of industry. <laughs> well, it's not going to look weird anymore because we have the opportunity to be the stable because I think by fall, Jenna, launches will be back. School yeah. will be back. Everything will be back, but we've got to weather the storm. And that's why this is so important for everybody to understand. Okay, so that leads me to my next question, which, okay, if somebody feels like, wow, this actually does fit for me, I might qualify for this. What actions do we need to be taking? I think that's one of my biggest things where I'm reaching out to my accountants, like, what do I need to be doing? How do I make sure this works for me? So walk us through that. Yeah, let's get very practical. So you simply have to prove that you've been impacted by COVID-19 with a very simple test. If you feel like you've been affected and you notice I said, feel like there's not a direct test. There's not a seven step form. There's not a, you know, usually to get like an SBA loan would take a month. They're going to be approving these online in hours. Like this is unprecedented. So it had to be gray for speed. And so if you've been impacted through, they say, a reduction of sales, employee burden costs that you can't carry, letting contractors go because of of sales going down, supply chain interruptions, massive customer churn or customers leaving or reduction in opportunity from customers or turning over, people aren't renting your rental property, whatever it is that you qualify that you've been affected at that point. Now, Casey, like, give me the seven steps. Well, that's what they said. (laughs) And that's what it is. And so when you go to access the money, essentially what you're saying in good faith is, I'm going to get people back to work or I'm going to keep people in work. And that's a big deal. So here's the craziest thing I've ever seen. I've never seen this ever. I've never even seen this with family members. It's even worse. There (laughs) is no personal guarantee. Yeah. Like you don't even have to guarantee that you're going to pay this back. And here's the other thing. They're not going to be looking around to see where you have credit lines elsewhere. Like when you go to buy a car and they pull up your credit and say, oh, you've got this mortgage and you got this credit card. Like none of that exists in this. And the reason why it's so open is for speed and access to the funds as soon as humanly possible. And so that's the actions that you need to take, you know, to, to know, do I qualify? So where do you go to file for this? Or where, where do we go to just apply? Yeah. And so how this is going to work, and this is, again, unprecedented, because the government knew, okay, we can't run everybody through some government program because we're not set up for it. So they've tapped 
all of the FDIC insured private institutions, so your local banks primarily, essentially, and the treasury that approves these, these FDIC, this is literally like what I'm doing is I'm going to at my local bank, which is a small bank that only employs 25 people. If you're thinking of like Bank of America, again, I can't prove this yet, but I'm a, the, the run on the Bank of America's and the region banks and the big banks, the amount of mass of businesses going there is going to be huge. So we're going to the small bank and they're literally putting a link on their website that will come up. They said by the end of this week, we're waiting on the government. It may be two weeks. It may be a month. I, I don't know. I can't control that. But when it's time to go, you literally will fill out the application. The application will then be approved by a loan committee, but they're going to be rubber stamping these things just to get them out. And this isn't like a traditional thing. And then they're saying that you get the money pretty instantly, which I don't believe through direct deposit or through a check, depending. But I think within weeks, you might be able to get the money, which is lightning speed for the government. And so it's literally going to your bank. And so if somebody's listening right now, you need to pick up the phone. You need to call your banker. And a lot of the bankers at the big institutions are saying, we don't know anything yet. We don't know anything yet. Call a local bank. Even if it's a community bank that you don't have a relationship with, they'll still be facilitating these loans, even if you're not a customer. That's up to them if they do it or not. But that's how you do it. Does that make sense, Jenna? Yeah, that does. Because I I think I had a lot of questions where I'm like, do I need to like physically go to a bank? Because is that even safe right now? And then I pulled up my banking website yesterday and there was nothing on it yet. That's right. Um, And so so it'll probably likely be just one sort of like fill in the blank form or something that will go out. Okay, that makes total sense. Here's the deal. It's not out yet. Yep. But I talked to my banker yesterday who has a relationship and they're saying we can't say exactly, but I mean, they can't yeah. be slow. It's got to be fast. It's got to be yeah. streamlined because we got to get the money to America. Yeah. Right now, when you're stepping back to look at your business as a whole, while the world swirls around you, what systems do you want to get in place so that when everything is right side up again, you can hit the ground running? When it comes to filing taxes, running payroll, figuring out benefits, HR, and more, try Gusto. Gusto is easy online payroll benefits and HR built for modern small businesses with all the management tools you need on one platform. Gusto automatically files and pays all state local, and federal payroll taxes. Plus, the fast, easy-to-run payroll includes W-2s and 1099s for your team, as well as tools to manage health benefits, 401ks, and more for almost any budget. All of your employee paperwork is stored online, so forget about those big, clunky file cabinets in the corner of your office. And on average, payroll takes just 11 minutes to run. Your homemade latte will still be hot by the time you get that wrapped up. Get one more system automated so you can get back to doing what you love. Get three months for free when you run your first payroll at gusto.com slash gold digger. Test it out at gusto.com slash gold digger. Tailwind is a game changer for planning and scheduling content on Instagram and Pinterest, and it's a staple on Team JK. The Smart Bio is the best free Instagram bio tool. You can continually drive traffic to your new content and never change your Instagram link again. We're using it on the Gold Digger Podcast Instagram account right now. We have buttons that link to different podcast apps, a button for the Gold Digger website, plus my favorites page. Then all of the posts from our feed also link to other 
content. It's an amazing solution to connect your followers to your content on other platforms especially if you don't have that swipe up feature for your stories. Plus, Tailwind smart assistant tools help you easily plan your feed and discover the best hashtags for smarter growth on Instagram. And you've probably heard of Tailwind when it comes to Pinterest. It's a major part of our Pinterest strategy. Pinterest scheduling with Tailwind helps you grow your business with more traffic. We actually hit a massive 1 million views milestone with the help of Tailwind. Tailwind is a Pinterest and Instagram partner So I know our accounts and content are in great hands. Right now, you can get $30 off your Tailwind subscription at tailwindapp.com slash Jenna. That's tailwindapp.com slash Jenna for $30 off your Tailwind subscription, only for Gold Digger listeners. Okay, so what are things that would disqualify someone from receiving aid? Because I think, again, Mm -hmm. it's like my mom is in my voice saying, if it sounds too good to be true, it likely is. So break it down. Who would be disqualified from receiving this? Yeah, well, let me answer that first question of, is it true? This is the law. It's true. What's not true is how efficient and like effective all of the details and processes when you have all these people running to the banks to get money is. (laughs) So it will come how fast in the processes and all that. That's where I think the devil will be in the details, but there is the real money there and it is true. But here's what would disqualify you from receiving aid. If you do not have a registered businesses with an EIN number, which is just basically a number that you have, it's proving that you actually have a a real legitimate business that the government would say this is a legitimate business. I'm not going to get into this, but this applies to 501c3s as well. So like there's nonprofits, you can check into your availability as well. That's huge. I mean, there's think about the nonprofits. I mean, people that are doing amazing things with great hearts, check into it that you could be available. If your business was not up and running before February 15th, you would not be eligible. So you have to have been a business up and running before February 15th, 2020. Okay. If you don't utilize payroll, and what that would mean is if you don't file that you pay 1099s or W-2 employees. Mm-hmm. So very important. You've got that utilize payroll, be able to show that you've had payroll because that's what the calculation is based upon. This is another important one. If you've already received a disaster relief loan, you would not be eligible for this money. So there's a lot of people who've already run out and gone to the traditional SBA loans that are on the SBA website for disaster relief because when the president put into effect, this is a disaster, it enables them to be able to do these disaster relief loans. Mm. Um, That's not what we're talking about today. This is the paycheck protection Act. This is not disaster relief in general. So don't go to the government website and fill out the thing and say, this is what it is. Because if you do that and you feel qualified for that loan and take that money, that is a traditional loan that is a non-forgivable loan that you have to have collateral and personal guarantees and those kind of things on. So this is very important that this is very specific for this. Can I ask a question that came to mind? Sure. What does this mean for service-based businesses like wedding photographers or wedding planners? If they don't necessarily have a big team, can they collect this benefit for themselves? Yeah. I mean, my buddy Hans has nice entertainment in Atlanta, Georgia is the biggest DJ business here. He's got 16 DJs that are 1099 contractors that (laughs) screeching halt, right? Yeah. This applies. Now, the calculation of how this applies, if you have a seasonal business, 
and you go back and you look at your average payroll over the year, you would just take the average of what it looks like. So if you have like a lot of weddings and then it goes down and you know, you would take the average of what it would look like over a 12 month period. And that would be your average that you would take to the bank and be able to qualify for, for your loan. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Okay. Cause I just think of a lot of people in industries where now it's come to nothing and they might not have a team or payroll or like some of those big terms yet, yeah. but they're like, no guys, this is still affecting me. Like we yeah, said, but they've got to yeah. have a business set up though. If it's yeah. just like, my name is Jenny and I have a camera and somebody paid me to come to yes. the wedding. That's different. Well, this is actually slightly encouraging in one form. And I know people might slap me on the wrist for saying this, but if you have been dragging your feet and becoming a legitimate legal (laughs) business, let this be a reason why you should have done this. Like, I feel like now is such a good time for people to kind of evaluate. What have I been learning that I haven't implemented? This is one thing. Okay, so let's talk about loans. So We live debt free. It's something we're very proud of. Loans aren't necessarily our cup of tea, but is this like a traditional loan? Walk me through that. Yes and no. So we'll do the yes part. Yes, but they've taken the regulations off of any other loan. For instance, no collateral. You don't have to say, oh, I'll put my house as a collateral against this or, oh, I'll guarantee my car against this. It's like there's no collateral. Okay. Huge. Because there's no recourse then. So, for yeah. instance, if you defaulted on it, they're not coming. To, the government's not coming to take your house. Yeah. <laughs> is this a simple version? Or no personal guarantee that you're guaranteeing that you'll pay back the loan. And they aren't looking for other available credit you have. So that's crazy. They are forgivable if you keep the people employed and that kind of thing. So it's a loan if you don't use the money for what they, the government tells you to use the money for. And it will convert into a loan that we'll talk about exactly what those terms are. And so, no, it's not like a traditional loan, but yes, it becomes like a traditional loan if you don't use the money for eligible expenses. So we can go into two portions of this. What does the loan look like if you don't use the money for eligible expenses? And then number two, what are the eligible expenses? Is that cool to dig down into? Yes, let's do it. Okay, so here's what the loan would look like. When you get approved, when you get the money, an eight-week clock starts, okay? Very important. Yes. The eight-week clock is where you have to spend the money or use the money for eligible expenses to help you with payroll cost, health, like if you pay health benefits, very important for a lot of people with studios and stuff. Your rent is included in this. Your utilities is included in this and interest on your debt obligations. So think about if you have mortgages or if you have you know, credit cards with debt on them, but the interest on those debt obligations. So it's payroll costs, including 1099s, health benefits, rent, utilities, interest and debt obligations. So you have an eight week ticking clock to be able to do that. If you use the money to keep your people employed at the level they need to be employed, or if you hire people back. So if there's somebody listening and they let somebody go, if you hire not just the person back, the position back, it's essentially what the government's looking at is going, looking back and saying, can you keep your, if you were at $10,000 a month, can you please stay at $10,000 a month? Yeah. That's what they're saying. And wow. so they want to keep that's that's what it's called it's paycheck protection. That's this is about the paycheck. And so that's what they're saying that they want you to be able to do with the money. And in that eight week period, that's when you spend the money on that. 
And that's what allows it to become forgivable. If, okay. for instance, after the eight weeks, let's just say you kept all of the money and something happened magically and you were fine and you didn't do this. After the eight weeks, it converts into a 10-year note. Okay. So that's a 10-year loan is a simple version. No more than 4% interest rate, which is unbelievable, by the way. Yeah. So again, I'm not here to promote debt, but I am here to promote, I mean, Jenna, think about this. What happens if there's a trickle-down effect and in five months, you have no cash on hand, you go out of business? Well, yeah. it's, better to have a, it's better to have some cash on hand because you can pay this debt off at any time. Yep. So you can pay off at any time with no penalty, no more than 4% interest rate, maybe lower than 4%, and you can pay it back at any time. Here's another piece of the loan that's important. You have six months with no interest or principal payments. So the money is in your account. You're not paying anything. You get to sit, you get to six months later, and this is going to convert to a note. And if you want to pay it back, you pay it back and you didn't have to pay anything. Yeah. There was no application fee, you know, you're not all this kind of stuff. And so this is the access to the capital that they want you to have. So think of this as like a line of credit to provide cash on hand. And that's how you kind of have to think about this. And it's very important. And the other thing, like the restaurant industries and the apparent industries, the event industries, they have apparent losses. I have a friend of mine who's in the event industry and his revenue went to zero in Q2. Yeah. Well, that's huge. But think about our businesses. Like think about the online industry. Like there's a mental effect and a mental impact of COVID to the buying patterns of people in our businesses that this may not hit us for three months. Yep. And so this is very important for us to, you may not be sitting right now today going, okay, I got to go today. Well, you need to know the education so that if this does come and it does hit you, that you're ready for it. So does that note portion make sense? Do I need to go back and clarify anything? Is there anything? How that- are they going to like make sure that you're using that money in the way that they're intending it? Or yeah, do we not know yet? <laughs> yeah, you don't know. But I mean, this is just like, how do they know if you're cheating on your taxes or not? Yeah. How do they know? Yeah. If you're this, you know, so this is one of those things where it's going to be very gray. I'm not saying that you should do this, but what we're doing is we'll be setting the money aside in a separate checking account. And we will be drawing down that money to pay our our payroll to show to literally we had this second checking account and to keep our team employed and to keep rent and the lights and the bills and the debt obligations. Here's what we paid. And uh, that's how we're going to do it. I love that. That's a great tip for people, because I'm just thinking, like, how do we separate all of this and make sure that it's going in the right spot? So that's super helpful. Okay, so you kind of touched on this briefly, but how would someone calculate the amount of the loan that they could receive? Yeah, let me keep it really simple. Again, the multiplier is 2.5. So if you're taking out a calculator, that's how it works. So let's say you're an online business and let's say you pay yourself a salary of $60,000 a year. And let's say that there's another $40,000 a year that goes into contractor wages. So that's $100,000 a year that you're paying in payroll to you, uh, including your health benefits or whatever, and your contractor wages, your videographer, your podcast editor, or you know, whoever it is. So that would mean that your monthly payroll in that scenario would be about $8,000 a month. Okay, we're rounding. We're just rounding yep. here. You literally would take $8,000, you multiply it times 2.5, and that would get you about $20,000 in stimulus money. Okay. So that's how it works. Now, payroll 
This is important on the payroll because people are like, well, what payroll is included and what payroll is not included? Salary and wages up to $100,000 are included. If you pay yourself $200,000 a year, only $100,000 can be put into your calculation. Okay. Very important. Yeah. Commissions are included. I know there's a lot of people listening to this. They have like high ticket funnels or they're selling whatever. And they've got people that they pay, they're salespeople that they may pay $36,000 a year base, but they get really good commission opportunities. Commissions are included. Wow. Independent contractors are included. Cash tips are included. Insurance benefits are included. Payment for retirement benefits are included. And include any and all of those in your calculation, and that's what gives it to you. If you're a solopreneur business and you have a contractor or two, you're eligible as well. You simply need to have reported the 1099 payroll. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what the kicker is, and that's how it works. I'm just literally like praise handing that I have amazing accountants that run our payroll for us right now, because I'm like, if I didn't have them in the wings, like running that side of my business, I think I would be scrambling right now because, you know, it's like, there's so many, especially with contractors and stuff. It's like, you get a PayPal invoice and you just send it off. And I think that a lot of business owners are going to be challenged by this bill in a good way to figure out systems and to get organized on this front, which is something that's usually at the bottom of our to-do list, you know? Totally. Okay. So is there anything that a small business owner should prepare right now to help this process along? So let's say, good Lord willing, that these links get up on these bank websites within the next week. What can we be doing today to help prepare us for this process? Find your EIN number. Okay. When you opened your business, you got one of those, like the legal entity, find that number. I would contact a banker and people say, I don't have a banker. Well, you need one. Okay. Yeah. And even if that's calling a small community bank, so my buddy, Alex, yesterday, he's a dog trainer here in town, and he's got a good dog training business. And he said, I called, uh, I called my big bank, I forget the name, whatever, one of the big banks, and they had no idea. They said it could be months before. And then he, two hours later, texted me back and said, I called this local bank, and they said they could have it, they're ready to go, and they've got a partner, and they're going to have it. I, I am saying <laughs> the small bank is where I'm, that's where I'm putting my eggs in the basket right now. Okay. And I'm not saying people don't use their existing banks, but that's just what I'm doing. So I would literally, I would call your bank and start the conversation of how are y'all going to do this? What is this going to look like? And I would start there. That's the first two things I would do. I would look at my calculation. I would figure out the calculation over the last 12 months. If you averaged out how much you spent and what we talked about are the approved payroll expenses in 1099, what is that average amount? Because uh, they're going to ask that as part of your equation. So you need to figure that out and get educated on the other parts of the bill, which we're not talking about today. But there are amazing other benefits for small businesses and other benefits for individuals that are listening to this. And you're like, oh, crap, I'm not set up as a business. Yep. Um, if you go to our website on onlinestimulus.com, there's links at the bottom that say benefits to the individuals as well. And so we've linked over to our friends at Warren Averett and they have a simple article of like, here's benefits to the individual and like their tax benefits. There's cash benefits where you get stimulus checks sent to you. Um, and there's all these other benefits as well. So those are the practical steps of what I would do to get ready. 
Casey, thank you so much. I literally messaged my team and I'm like, this is so good. You answered all of our questions and I just think there's so much confusion and uncertainty right now. So just thank you for jumping on and walking us through this. Are there any final takeaways that you want to share with our small business owners who are likely hurting right now? (laughs) I've been, I mean, I literally start teared up when you say that because Jenna, I bleed bleed small business owners love you what i would say is in a crisis a day feels like a year yeah you're gonna be okay you will make it you will you'll look back and what i found about the most painful things in my life that in the moment they felt like everything but 10 years later they almost become just a sentence in the story And so while you think this is the whole story and you're going to be defined by this, you're not. This is a sentence. It's a period. You will be okay. But on the practical side, get educated on the help you can get. Do not feel bad about this. This is not like we're just giving money out. You're the good guy. Yeah. You're the, you are the people that we have to partner with. Like if you're just a solo person and you're like, I just have two people I employ, you're just as important as somebody who has 500 employees. Yeah. And so get educated, find the money, get the courage to find the resources. And here's what I would also say, all of the government and the processes that do this, I can't promise you all that this is going to be some simple, easy thing like apple.com is, yeah. but stay diligent talk to your banker, get the money, keep people employed. And Jenna, let's be the lighthouse. I'm tired of our industry being overlooked. Everybody overlooks us. We have the opportunity and that's what I'm passionate and I'm fired up about. Thank you so much, Casey. This was so, so helpful and timely. I so appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning into the Gold Digger podcast. As a final note, I want for you to know that we care and we're listening. We want to continue creating content that serves you where you're at and helps you through this season. If you haven't yet, take a moment to hit subscribe so that you don't miss another show. We are working to put out information that can help you right now where you're at. If you need more resources or you want to connect with the links that Casey mentioned in today's episode, head to jennacutcherblog.com slash stimulus. That's jennacutcherblog.com slash stimulus. And if you have any special requests of the content that you want us to create in this season of uncertainty, please head on over to Instagram at Gold Digger Podcast and let us know what we can be creating with you in mind. We want to make sure that we meet you exactly where you're at and help walk you through this season hand in hand together as a community. I am so grateful to be your fearless, imperfect leader. And thank you so much for hitting play on today's episode. Until next time, stay safe. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com.